What up, what up? I'm Adrian Young. I'm Ali Shaheed Muhammad. And we are The Midnight Hour. And you are listening to Mega Late Show. Skirt. <laughs> He's youngin' up in here. We gotta get that demographic. Check, check, check. Hello, greetings, wonderful, beautiful people. Uh, I'm Robinson Mega. I'm the host of The Mega Late Show, and this is The Mega Late Show. It's Tokyo-based hip-hop, art, and culture podcast. If you're tuned into this, then you're probably familiar with our other stuff and hopefully familiar with part one of this episode, 134. And this is part B. And on part B, I've got my guests, Tokyo Sash and Spade. They are YouTube content creators, amongst other things. Uh, Their YouTube channel, they assess, analyze, and discuss music with each other and have an interesting dichotomy, uh, appearance-wise, taste-wise, and, you know, a lot of other wise things. Uh, Yeah. Here we're going to talk about some Christmas music, which is going to be fun. Uh, we also talk about uh, love hotels and the delivery health service and a lot of other things. I want you guys to go check them out. And the reason I'm giving you this intro is because we kind of just jump right into it. And so that's what I'd like you to do right now. Just jump into the episode. Uh, beats on the last episode were brought to you by Pigeon Dust. Check out his episode. And this beat is also him. So thanks. in the stems he composed and then uh you know recorded and then arranged things cleaned him up but yeah but it very much is like a jazz album first and a hip-hop album second you know what it sounds like a better version of the pimp butterfly Man, the hater in me want to say I'm better, but the realist in me, like, man, this production is great. <laughs> like, seriously. Well, well, you know, like, the thing about it also is, like, it's not samples whatsoever, mm-hmm. really. It's, like, real. And that's a that's a really, to me, it's, like, one of the more wonderful things about the album is, like, the beats are strange, but they're also, like, composed by him. He wrote the music in his mind before he you know organize it and it's just a weird it's it's such a weird thing for, for a person to do to me as an outsider musician who hasn't have any musical training so i, I listen to it and it's like brilliant that's probably what got him because he's an outsider he's not like um he doesn't have the constraints of all his right. other producers who think decide the box right right because like objectively the beats are dope bro yeah like seriously like and if you're composing it from scratch you have the freedom to right. do a lot more stuff. Unlike a person like me, sometimes we have to fall back on your library. Right. Like, damn it, I want to do this, but then I got to go find a damn cello player <laughs> to add to the right, song. Right. You know? Dope. Word. Um, shoot. Well, let's just go into it, fellas. Nice. Uh, yeah, welcome back. Mega Late Show, episode number 134. This is part B. And um, yeah, I just not pointed my direction. This is part B. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we get a lot of like reverb off of the walls in here since it's so square, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Mega like Hitsville, USA, in Detroit. Say that again, what it's like Hitsville, USA, in Detroit. That's the original Motown studio, uh-huh. it was this big, literally. Makes sense, dropping that knowledge on us. That's right, that you can get that here at the Mega Late Show. But oh, yeah, let me not play. Um, I've played this album for so many people. Um, all year since I heard it, because I'm just a, I'm a huge fan of it, and so yeah. Strange piano playing. I say that Aaron's piano playing is uh, it's like a it's it's kind of like really whimsical, but it also sounds a little devious. It's, I, I told him it reminds me of like a child throwing rocks not at you but in your general direction. So there's this kind of sense of like danger, but it's also dope that children are just playing. So he's very strange, man. As a producer, this is like, I can't play piano, right? I always tell everybody, I can't play piano, it's all feeling. But if I could play piano, I would want to play like this. (laughs) This is how I want to play. He really has his own voice in jazz music, and it's not the same as like a Mark DeClive or like a more contemporary uh, jazz pianist that makes hip-hop beats. It's really, it's kind of its own animal, and that's one of the reasons I... Uh, appreciated. Herbie Herbie Hancock tried to make a hip-hop album, right? It was called This Is The Drum. And it was good. Like, the music was good. But you could tell it was Herbie trying to dip into a new genre, right? 
But this right here, it just feels natural. It does. I can't like sing this dude praises. Why does your much. voice sound lower to me? Is it? Can, uh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah. yeah. But right. this is kind of Aaron. Aaron Cholai, yeah. Yeah, Aaron Cholai. Yo, holla at your boy Aaron Cholai. Seriously, like yeah, he's dope. DJ L Spade, holla at your we, boy. We've got we've got multiple episodes with him. Yeah, he he's um he's a good homie. You know, he lives down the street, couple like two stations down. But might be a drop by. He's he's a <laughs> uh, he's amazing, man. What he's doing with Namboku Records is really, uh, he's got like a line of of artists on there. One of his um one of the uh, the guy, one of the guys that he he kind of helped train um to to kind of well help develop is this kid named shun ishiwaka and i don't know if you're into like no. drumming like he's one of like the premier like best drummers in japan for jazz drumming like hey, yo, huge we gotta follow. do a, a drop yeah. off man we gotta do a drop by man we gotta pull up on dude yeah like seriously might have to call you after this do a pull up yeah. i like, mean he's he yeah he's he's incredible man not only that he's just one of the best people i know really good guy um and yeah check them out namboku records I, i've had him on multiple times and i had his wife on uh miami uh tokita mcqueen on and she's also really interesting uh born and raised um to you know uh australian and japanese uh mother they learn how to she learned how to play uh kodo in music school her mom is also a musician and and she approaches it in a strange way and, and mm. dope bass kodo professional kodo and bass kodo player but yeah that that show that i mentioned on the last podcast december 26th is going to be at batika in ebisu and it's going to get sold out so i i recommend people you know try to get in there if you're uh less concerned about coronavirus issues but they will be taking the same type of precautions that other places are starting right. to take check your temperature require a mask at time i don't know if the masking is true or not uh, every event that i've seen is like check your temperature no mask required but but man yeah they're um incredible incredible check that out right. that's my favorite album of the year man raw denshi aaron cholai and right now we're listening to pigeon dust this album also came out this year he's a producer here in tokyo this is called way back when and he's on the podcast too earlier in the year man you know how we do tokyo's greatest and we are here today with some of the best content creators in tokyo right now tokyo stash and spade Yay! peace again fellas gentlemen what up what up pleasure to be here again uh, this part of the podcast we can we can talk about michael jackson all we want and go into <laughs> any type of conversations that we want to get into um kind of like what we do when we're off mic uh, but one thing that i do want to do i have a few questions for you guys um that we'll get to they're kind of quick questions but we were going to share some christmas songs here yes and and kind of do live reactions to them and i think that the christmas songs that i have selected which i have a few in the pocket if you guys don't have many um I don't think you guys have heard these. Should we go into that now? I'm cool. You know what? Let's do it. It's odd that you have an atheist and a deist here to talk about Christmas songs. Well, the, the funny <laughs> thing is, you know, you, 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 Lord Spade mentioned about the Christmas thing on the way here. And I'm about as boring a white dude as you can get. Because when I think about Christmas songs, it's Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Good King Winslow Slaws, right. you know. Bing. Crosby, sure, White Christmas, my mother Homie loved Bing. that. I fucking, yeah. I like that album though. The, I grew up listening to those uh, are the old, you know the the classic carols. Yeah, that's what mm -hmm. I like, and which is you know interesting because I'm an atheist. My mom was agnostic. My father was a small C Christian. My grandmother was an atheist, mm. and yet I like all the Christmas, the so, traditional Western Christmas carols. So you didn't have a Dolomites. This ain't no White Christmas. <laughs> growing up, <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. The revolution will not be televised this mm, Christmas. Right. Well, shit. I mean, uh, should I go into mine first? Do you, are you plugged in? I am not plugged okay. in. The, However, this, I don't have a plug either because I have okay. uh, the jack. So, okay. I'm, like, if you could help okay, me. Okay, I can do that on. You think it'll be on Spotify or, oh, shit. or YouTube? It yeah. Should be. If it's not, then All right. something's let, wrong. Let me start. Should Should I start with. Um, let me start with. I'm going to play this the, this song by Deer Hoof, right? Deer Hoof. Deer, deer hoof. hoof. One word, yeah. Deer Hoof. Like a. Like a a, a fawn like a deer huh. right got it hoof and um they are an indie rock band from the united states they do have a japanese singer and this is not a conventional christmas song but back when i was putting together christmas mixes i would throw this on there because it does have the title xmas tree right and so christmas song not a christmas song so it's called christmas X song? Xmas, xmas tree. tree yeah and again not a great vocalist but vocal qualities that I enjoy. Traveling so far 
who does this remind me of? Bjork? Is that what I'm thinking, maybe? Nah, it's not really Bjorkish, uh, but the voice is like... It's like, I'm a creep, I'm a loser. Radiohead? Yeah, it's like, it's Radiohead-ish. Okay. They're a great band. Radiohead? Uh, Radiohead. Mm. Oh my God, mm. you just let this happen all the time? You don't <laughs> think Radiohead is a great band? I think objectively, I, that I'm is on the like, fence on Radiohead. Yeah, huh? Thank you. See, don't leave me hanging on that one. Wait, 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 wait. They're a okay. Second. I mean, but, but they're one. Liking or not liking their music is one thing. True, but the contributions that they have made to oh, the no, genre no, are yeah. no problem. Yeah, are yeah, like no, uh, absurd. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just but saying. you don't like fucking Kid A and Kid, oh, We talked about Kid A. Okay, man. computer. Really, Kid A. That's like, their one. National. That's their that's, one. That's my favorite. <laughs> In Rainbows is good. I mean, there's a few that are. That was on the Rolling Stones' greatest albums of all time. 100 albums of all time. I, I think that's fair, to <sighs> some degree. It was yeah. too high. It was too low. Like, I, I mean, wouldn't it have can't. Put it, it was in the top twenty, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, right? that is kind yes, of low. That's, that's, that's that is way too low, low, man. Like, I, I'd allow fifty with some elbow room. Fifty and, and was respectable. I ain't gonna lie. Sixty-five, probably, bro. Like for where, me. Where like, do you think? No comment. No comment. You don't really know it enough to. No, I don't. When I don't own an album, I mean, I know a song here, a song there. I don't have a big opinion. I don't give one. Okay. I can appreciate that. I need to learn to shut the fuck up, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I got opinions about shit that I have no idea about. Like, ask me about anything. That's I, my I got Achilles heel, too, man. Yeah, yeah. It's like, word, word. Okay. Well, shit. But that song right there from Deer Hoof, what would you say? Well, I... I doesn't First of all, the, the vocalist is shit, but... Uh, Deer Hoof. Yeah, Deer Hoof, whatever that was, yeah. She can't sing. And not discordant, not unique, just she can't sing. Now, as for the song... Well, not a bad song, not a Christmas song, but not a bad song. I'm not gonna lie, I'm with you. The vocalist is shit, um, but the instrumentation, I like it. Well, no, the I song like the itself, yeah. I wasn't bad on. Yeah, I didn't think that in any way that's a Christmas song. But I think that's the point, though. The point is, it's yeah. not a Christmas song, right? It's yeah, but, a Christmas but, song, not a Christmas song. But okay, it's not a Christmas song. Why are we analyzing it as a Christmas song? Because mm. they put it as a Christmas song. But they called it not a Christmas. song. I know, song. but that's, that's well, shit. they didn't. They didn't call it. I I, I said it's not really. Well, a Christmas what's the song. title? Xmas tree. Yeah, so Christmas okay. tree. Yeah. How's this? Not a Christmas song. Okay, instrumentation. Not bad. Vocalist is shit. What is the criteria for a Christmas song? It has to be about Christmas or to decry Christmas or something related to Christmas. Is this like the argument that like Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Die, or Die Hard, Hard is, is definitely not, a Christmas movie. I mean, it takes place during Christmas. But it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, you can say that. But it's also, I mean, but there's no Santa Claus. There's no, none of the regular through lines. But Santa's not a prerequisite, man. There was no Santa Claus I mean, in, it's, um, there's, there's no in, Christianity in it in, either. It's a Wonderful Life it didn't have a Santa Claus in it. No, it you're right there. True. It had, had the yeah. guardian angel. Yeah. Yeah. So again, what is the criteria for a Christmas song? I mean, you know, what, what is the definition of obscenity? I, I know it when I see it. Yeah. Okay. I, I think this is a Christmas song. Honestly. It feels like a Christmas song. I've, <laughs> yeah. I've had it. On I would, Christmas I would say it has a bit of a Christmas groove to it, yeah. but it doesn't say Christmas. No, to it me. does say Christmas, man, because Christmas is kind of a dark and depressing time for a lot of people. It is. Look, look, okay. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. She's, she's literally talking about like her Christmas tree. Right. I don't know. Christmas song? Yes or no? It's a Christmas song. I say it's a Christmas yeah. song too. It's not a good Christmas song, but How's it's this? a Christmas song. Well, I, you know, I, I can go with the Christmas song part. It's just not a great song. Okay. And she sounds That's like fine. she's in pain, and I don't mean the good kind. I, 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 <laughs> a variety of their other songs I really enjoy. I, I don't think that's the best representation of her vocal qualities or the type of music. It, get, it gets better? I think so. All right. I, I no, think so. Not a lot of ways to get worse on that one. <laughs> you coming in hot today. No, I no like that, that broad can't sing, man. <laughs> you, you coming in super hot today. Sorry. <laughs> right. All right, let me let me just play. Let's let's try a, uh, another song from what, them, what just for a little deer hoof. Oh, this deer hoof. No, but 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 like the singing is not so much the importance of it as a band. It's like it's like yo, it, is the instrumentation, the guitar playing with Nirvana. This sounds like, like really changes true, by Bowie. Kurt Cobain's you know I mean? not a good singer. It, it's right. a it's a right. So it's more or less the combination of all aesthetic qualities which makes their band interesting to people. I think, but they're also talented enough musicians. I mean, they play better than Kurt Cobain did. Yeah, but Kurt Cobain yeah. is fabulous. Right. I, and I, I don't disagree No, with he's that. not. You're trying to be safe. 
Kurt he Cobain, is he's fabulous, but he's not a good singer. It, it, it's it's irrelevant. He is a the whole singer. package is fabulous. Yeah. I remember okay. the first time I ever heard him. It's the it's the uh, combination of all the aesthetic qualities oh, no. of the music, right? I w- it was New Year's Eve, I believe, 91-2. I was at my ex-wife's best friend's dope, place, by the way. Yeah. and Stephanie, and my buddy Carmen was in, and he was going out with Stephanie at the time. The four of us were there, and Smells Like Teen Spirit had just dropped. I'd never Classic. heard it before. So five minutes before midnight, Dave plays it on, on Steph's stereo, just blew me blew me away. I said, "Holy shit! All those hair bands, Saya fucking Nara. This is the real thing." I mean, I guess you know. I caught it. I, I also was a child when it came out, yeah. And so, but even then, I noticed like a, a difference between you know the big hair bands and and Guns and Roses. You know, Ugly Kid Joe was right. like you know MTV was playing. Uh, I would see Pantera, which was a different thing. You know, mm. like so I don't I don't know I I, I, I was there for the rise of the kind of g- grunge music tropes, but I also didn't realize the significance of an artist like Kurt Cobain either. But well, I, I was only a couple it. of years yeah. on a. Ra- I was working for the shopping channel, and I was only a couple of years on a radio when that thing hit. Mm. So I was much more au courant then than I am now, and I just remember hearing going, "Shit, is he the last great?" Rock star, could be. Mm, let me think about this. Um, I think people have said, "What's the name of the the Jack White?" They've said he's a he's a great rock star, but he's more of a niche. Mm. I, I like Jack White, right? I mean, he's he's an incredible artist, like a musician, right? Uh, you may be right. Actually, I'm trying to think hard. Like the a good rock star, like rock, star. rock star. I mean, people have tried to say like uh, some rappers are rock stars. No, it's despite not, not being rock it's music based, right? Oh man, is Kanye West a rock star? No, he is okay. not. Kanye, Matt, you know what? This is a good conversation. Where do we put Kanye? He's a pop music artist. He's now. a rap and hip hop pop music artist. See, I would say more pop than than hip hop now. Sure. Now he's his own thing. The, yeah, you know he makes his last album was like a gospel hip hop amalgam piece. Yeah, it's like a dude just doing stuff now. Yeah, he's a, he's an artist now. Yeah. Like he's transcended genres. Like mm-hmm. the, like you find him in the Kanye section of the fucking record. Pretty store. much. Yeah. And he had a good seven year run though. I think Kanye's you know good. I'm not I'm not a huge fan, but I mean like he's a people like him. I guess shit. I mean, I, to the. It's the Lil Yachty thing, man. I think the brand of Kanye has gotten bigger than the music. Like, I don't really... The fandom often does that. Right, right. The fandom often does. Just saying, music-wise, it's a big decline in Kanye's music. It's, uh, like I said, he had a good seven-year run. Then when you start getting into like the life of Pablo, the decline happens quickly. Because uh, the life of Pablo wasn't even a finished album, dude. Mm-hmm. Like You saw hints of um, genius in that album. Sure. But the whole album itself, man, it wasn't a finished project. And he'd say, what? It's a living project. Nah, though, that means you didn't finish your album. It's a living. Yeah, it's like it's Fuck a living off. project. It's gonna be changes to it. Like no, nah, then it's not an album. Yeah. Call me when it's done. Yeah, say like, man. Well, that's a thing hit too. Hit a deadline. Like he's intentionally trying to break certain structures of what people perceive of him and shit. And, and I'm not trying Give to me the fucking album off, when but, it's done. It's like but, use your illusion. What did that take? Three hundred years before it finally hit. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, when it's out and it's finished, it's done. It's Don't like tell a, me every five minutes. He's it like a pseudo prince, man. But like it, Prince right. had content though, and he was a stickler about I'm not putting this content out until it's finished. That's why right? he was Prince. Exactly. But Kanye West is like the well. I guess I gotta put something out. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out. You know, I, I think he he overdetermines his like artistry in terms of like I agree what he what he's doing and actually what he's doing. doing yeah. You know what I mean? So like in this day and age, you can release an album, go edit it and then mm-hmm. change the songs on on iTunes or for all the streams. But, but he, like you can't you couldn't do that. But isn't that like Star Wars? When I saw Star Wars, don't give me the chapter bullshit. I, I forgot we recorded. I, I, I saw it at the <laughs> University Theater in Toronto, April 77. And it was interesting. I didn't think it was a great movie. But now that it's had the effects redone and it's been retroconned and it's been changed and now it's no longer Star Wars, it's chapter whatever, what a load of horse shit. I want to see the original flick that I saw at the university back in 77. Don't give me all this mm. afterwards stuff, we've redone it. You don't want to see the digital remastered version? No. Not unless it's just making the picture better. I don't want to see you change uh, Jab of the Hut from this uh, fat white dude into this big gaseous bag of shit. I want to see the original movie. I mean, it's an interesting argument to make. And 
with Star Wars, I, I have a very informed opinion about it, and mine is the same <laughs> as yours. But I mean, like y- y- remastering a movie to make it look better and maybe updating some of the special effects, mm-hmm. but fundamentally altering yeah, scenes no. is a weird mm-hmm. thing for me. I don't believe mm-hmm. I believe in in digital restoration in the sense of making it look better, sure, but not changing the basic aesthetic or the the, the film itself. That's wrong. And that's what Kanye does, man. Like Kanye doesn't digitally remaster it, man. It's like. The that's product what, needs mean, to be what he, it is. He did that because I don't think that's something he's done on Yeezus or uh, the last yeah, one last he did, one, right? Yeah. The last two. Yeah. I don't think he did that. But I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it also makes for interesting art. It's a, it's a, it's a different. I mean, you have to give elbow room for eccentricity when it comes to art, and you know, I mean, Kanye. That is part of the art of that project, and right. something that, in the context of history, has to be talked about. Like, if more people do that in the future, it's like it kind of. And what becomes the definitive version? I don't. I don't know what would be like. Uh, maybe the purpose is that it is not a definitive version. Well, then you could say that Busan never finished any of his masterpieces. Rembrandt. It was always a work in progress. Yeah. What if, yeah. What at if some Mozart point you never finished yeah. the record room? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have Amadeus, right? Yeah. Well, right, you know right. what I mean. Right. At some point, as Steve Jobs used to say, "Real artists ship." But but also like the the confines of like Mozart was creating art. Kanye West is creating pro- art as product. It's the same thing. I don't. It's kind of so. same. I think. Yes, I, is, think the, I think had, there's a difference. It's kind of the same thing because you had benefactors actually paying those those masters to make the music back then. Like that's how all those great masters made their music. They had somebody pay for it. But and they Mozart wasn't. I, I mean, I don't know. But I he, his intention was to create his art. His intention was not to look at the market and try to satisfy certain things or just. Because of this, late stage capitalism is a tricky yeah, animal. I, I disagree with that, man. Because um, you remember his last one before he died. Mozart. He died oh. his, his last. I, I'm not too. For, can we use another artist? <laughs> the uh, but Mozart's so effed for this the, though. The, the lacrimosa. Yeah, the lacrimosa. Okay. That that he literally was um uh a, a lord came to him and said, "Hey, man, I want you to do this requiem for me." And uh, he's like, "Okay, I'll do it for you." He got paid for it. And then what happened was, while he was making it, Mozart was convinced, hey, man, this is my death. Like, this is my music. This is for me. But he was actually paid to do that. That was a, a, a paid gig right. for him to actually do. And most of the masters, they was getting most of it from the church. Right. But they was paid to do stuff, man. Like, right. it's but, the but, same thing. I mean, but also, this is over 100 years ago. Right. And and the production of art has changed. I mean, Guy okay. Debord didn't write Society of the Spectacle. We didn't have uh, Baudrillard's uh, Simulacra. You know what I mean? Like it, like art now is a very much a different beast when it comes to the creation of it. Like back then, what was popular was considered high art by people who considered it high art. There wasn't that True. bottom down hegemony of poor people deciding what was good and bad art. His shit is completely different. The the material circumstances of when he created his art are hella different than, than Kanye and the life of Pablo. But hella, I'm, hella I'm different. just saying, if Mozart took a long time to do that, I'm just saying, what, okay, I get you. I get what you're saying. But I'm saying, what is Kanye's... Okay, I get it. I get what, it. Is, what, is, what is it that I'm, we're I'm trying to define? Yeah, yeah, what so are we I'm, trying to define? I'm in a circle. Whether or not it's fine for a, a living piece of music to I, determine I'm what is fine with it being a living piece of music. If that's his shtick, fat power to him. But at what point do you say, oh, this version wasn't so good? It was actually two versions ago that was definitive. You know, at some point, you got to hang your loincloth out and go, this is the thing. It's never finished then. Like, okay, I get it. He hasn't changed it, right? So is it finished? With Star Wars is it, finished. Is it still alive? Right. I mean, I, I guess mean, he could change it later. All right. Uh, okay. I, I, it's interesting. I mean, like, we're t- uh, mastering music, right? Like, compressing it to MP3 changes audio quality aspects it of it. It does. Repressing it to vinyl and, and taking it. Right. Like, I mean, I don't, you, you I don't really stuff. know what to think about it. But what I do agree with is the fact that the idea of this living album is something I don't really give a shit about. I don't really give a damn about it. Like, which is the best version of the album? The one that I heard is the one that I'm using to base my opinion about the album on. I think it's a remix, though. Yeah. Like, if I if I have a song and I do a song and then I'm like, it's a living album, and I come back and I get a verse from you on a yeah, song, yeah, yeah. it ain't the same song. It's right, a right. remix of that song. Right. And I think 
it's kind of cheesy to be like, well, I didn't finish my album, so it's alive, guys. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to do that with this podcast episode. It's a living episode, uh, and I might come in, <laughs> and once I develop my opinions better, I'll cut myself in to really emphasize my points and, and make yours seem uh, you know, less substantial. Just somebody's doing that right or now. Or they can just watch the live stream. <laughs> I mean, is it a living live stream, though? You I know, guys, right? right? This is a living live right. stream, guys. Uh, <laughs> living live stream. I, I, it's, it's an interesting argument, I suppose. I just don't... I, I I don't like when we have to talk about Kanye so much. Like enough yeah. people do it that I don't really. Do I'm that, happy you know? not to talk about Kanye. Yeah, true. I, it, I think man. we all can decide to just move on. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, but back to the Christmas, Christmas music argument. Players Ball by Outkast was on a Christmas music compilation. Not necessarily Christmas. Was song. it? Yeah, that's where it came out from. It was a Christmas song. Wow. On a Christmas music compilation. But it's Player's Ball, and it's supposed to be... They talk about Christmas shit, right? Hold on. Let me find this. Fucking I don't look at that as a Christmas song, though. I think they talk about Christmas, though. <laughs> what do you think? Outcast, Stash. Player's Christmas Ball. song. I think we're going to get you a gotta download. You got to give me a second. Wow. You might be right. I hit the jingle bells in there. This was that song that brought them into the public. By the way. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's beginning to look a lot like Chris. Man, Got that. I, I never. Wow. Damn. How did I miss this? So many like Christmas adjacent bars and homages to other refrains. I, I never picked. Wow, I might have to lose my hip hop car for this one. It goes on your permanent record. Yeah. I don't know. It's a living piece. It's a living document here. We can change it later. <laughs> I'm gonna change my opinion. Yeah. This is a living opinion. I like the tune. I've heard it before, but I like the tune. The rise above a hundred and ten street. Oh, don't just bring up the jams, dog. I gotta play that now. Okay, just Bobby before Womack. We, before yeah. we get into that, you're right. This is a Christmas song. Now that I look at it, right. Outcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thematically, it's supposed to be Christmas adjacent, um, yeah. just as much as uh, Deer Hoof, though, right? Yeah, okay. You know, I thought Jerry Hoop was a Christmas song. Okay. This guy disagreed. But now that I listen to this, yeah, okay. it is a Christmas song. So yeah. I'll give you that. The, the okay. problem is, I mean, what is a Christmas song? For, for me, you've really got to be directly related to the majesty of Christmas. Now, that's frankly too small. But you've got to go into my own prejudice growing up, you know, the West End of Toronto in the 60s and 70s. So I think Hark the Herald the Angels right. Sing and... Bing Crosby. It doesn't say anything about Christmas. No, it doesn't say about Christmas. No, it's well, a carol. It's a traditional right. Christmas like carol. You just said it had to say something about Christmas. Hmm. Got a point. You stepped in your own argument, man. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know the <laughs> lyrics to that song completely. Maybe they have a Christmas bar in there, like no. if they. I mean, no, but but Christmas is about praising but the majesty of glory Christ. to the newborn right. king. Right. That, if that, yeah, absolutely. Not Jesus. Okay, not That's absolutely Christmas a Jesus song. Is about Jesus. Yeah, but. That particular Santa Claus is coming to town ain't about Jesus. Yeah, but no, but but those are Christmas has morphed into more than just a Christmas. It's a binary star. But also, look, look, Christmas now is more of like a capitalist holiday than it is really about Santa Claus in particular or Jesus Christ for a lot of people. I know mad people like Japan celebrates Christmas. Christmas, They don't fuck with Santa Claus like that, and they don't fuck with Christ like that. They go to KFC. Word. Hey, (laughs) dog. I mean, that's where they're getting it right. Chicken. People like, have to understand yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on Christmas Day yeah. in Japan, yeah. the banks are open, government offices are open, oh, it's everything's open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and, Christmas is Friday, bro. and you traditionally go to KFC and grab some chicken. Yeah. That's and you what have you do. a date. You have a date yeah. and bang it out. As Christmas should be. Yeah. Like, let's go bang it out. Merry Christmas. All right. Before I switch the auxiliary over to uh, L Spade, let me play my favorite Christmas song that I heard growing up, and I think you can appreciate this one. Sam. I'm ready. Hold on. Here on. This is this is. Undoubtedly a Christmas song. Man, I was going to pick this song. You took it from me this Christmas. Hey, man. This is my favorite Christmas song. I was going to say play Donnie Hathaway. Okay, well, then we, you know, two birds. birds. Yeah, Yeah, this is my favorite Christmas song. This is Donnie Hathaway. I told you. I recognize it. We did our reaction. Black Black Christmas. Yeah, I tell you, we got to do Black Christmas song. This is it. This is, uh. Get to know you better. This Christmas. 
this just uh it reminds this this song reminds me of my childhood every christmas this played the vinyl this christmas fireside blazing high i don't know the song but yeah it's a christmas song you gotta wait I cut off his mic so we could hear the real shit. Oh, hey, you're back on. Spade, you're, back you're a great, you're, you're a great rapper. Singing, yeah. not so much. Hey man, if I can sing, I will start rapping. I think that's the thing for all rappers, it, shit, man, right? It's right. the God honest truth. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is uh, undoubtedly my favorite, man. Undoubtedly the best it, Christmas song ever made, man. What about you, Stash? Favorite Christmas song? Oh, it's impossible. It's okay. Traditional Christmas carols. Uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Okay. Good King Winsleslaus. Things like that. Good, good Queen who? Good King Winsleslaus. I, I never heard that song. Sure, yeah. No, I haven't. Good. On the Feast of Stephen, and when I the have, snow was round about deep in Crispin Even. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Never mind. Don't forget Christmas is coming. I'll All right, I'm going to play some hip-hop beats Let's do a in the background while we continue this conversation. Uh, What's the name of that song again? Good King Winsleslaus. Good King, have you heard of Good King Yeah, Winsleslaus? I just don't remember the lyrics off my head. If you start singing it, I'll know it. How, how does it go? Good King Winsleslaus came out on a something even when the snow lay round about. Oh, keeping Christmas, Christmas even. even. Okay, I do know it. Right, right. on the moon that night, though the frost was cruel. Okay, okay. All right. Sorry, you're right. I do know it. This is what I'll be playing for my children. Hey man, you started new traditions, man. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. Giving them a Christmas that slaps. <laughs> Seriously. Chicken. I just bring it in all together. I think that's what I really I'm not a religious guy, but I always dig the Motown Christmas songs. Like Donnie Hathaway, the um even the Jackson's Fire Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm. Then you have uh, the Temptations one, right? Uh, Silent Night. I mean, that was always just classics. Right. And, I love Silent Night, and that yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Great song. Yeah, those like just the that. Twelve Days of Christmas by Bing Crosby and the Whatever Sisters is like another jam. I, I grew up, uh, you know, with, when I'm when I moved in with my mother when I was five. She's a Catholic from me from the Philippines, and oh, so yeah, they, we went to midnight mass, and I grew up believing in Jesus Christ, and mm. and you know, um. You know, all, all of that. So a lot of those songs, like, I'm, I rock with them. I, I rock with them 100%. But, you know, in, in my adult life, I'm I'm not a theist. So, yeah. Or an atheist. If you don't mind me asking, when did the pivot happen for you? Um, Well, I got confirmed in the Catholic Church when I was, like, 11 or 12. And then I noticed as soon as I started asking questions, they didn't have the answers for me. Mm. And also, my father is, a, you know, black militant black seminole anti-capitalist type of dude and so he started pushing me that direction and so when i did join the nation of the gods and the earths i started the first thing that i did instead of going back to the black radical tradition of anti-capitalism i followed the through line of religious mm. uh because i was trying to figure out what the fuck the world was made of and why all this shit existed and so i went through you know a variety of religious theology huh. and and uh, eventually i ended up where i'm at now which is a much different space but I would say that I'm a Taoist mystic. I I am a, a Marxist though, so I'm materialist, I suppose. But I believe in uh, you know the magic too. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just don't call myself an atheist because I think that that's very reactionary to theism. It's like why would I call my why would I frame my belief as something that is against somebody else's beliefs like i don't give a shit like uh, i'd rather be a humanist or a variety of other terms i'm a deist so yeah man titles <laughs> yeah well yeah this is the thing too right uh, the titles are kind of trash but all right man uh i don't know where we can go from here uh, hey paint ourselves in the corner on this one no 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 <laughs> I, I, we're, we're doing just fine christmas songs man um now oh this is a remix of uh the this christmas slaps Shout out to John Wayne, not the actor, uh, the the beat maker, the MC. Now off camera, we was talking about maybe the highest grossing Christmas song ever. I mean, that's Mariah Carey who gets the bag every. I mean, it has to be. I don't, I don't have no evidence of this, but like, 
Oh, you know what? It may be Bean Crosby. I was, was going to say, I mean, there's songs that have been making Christmas money a lot every year since well before Mariah was born. But Wh- White, Bing, Bing's version of White Christmas is around 1951, too. And it's always on the top 10 during always. Christmas time. So that yeah, being yeah. the case, but I don't know. I think Mariah Carey probably got Bean beat up. Might be. Might, I don't know. I know Bing is right. up there. Let's let's figure it out here. Hold on. Because Mariah would get the bag every year. She gets paid <laughs> Man. every year. I. Christmas and White song. Christmas, what the estate of Irving Berlin gets paid every year. Well, White, White Christmas is about who? Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin. Okay, mm. what is the best-selling Christmas song? Bing According Crosby. to Has the been. Guinness Book of World Records, White Christmas yeah, Bing by Bing Crosby is not only the best-selling Christmas holiday single in the United States, but the best-selling single of all time. Wow. With estimated sales in excess of 50 million copies worldwide. Wow. Yeah. I mean that settles that, Shout but but Bing. undoubtedly the most contemporary um, runner-up would have to be Mariah, right? Or is it Wham? You, you That's uh, what Charlie Vin, Brown, Vince Corelli in the background. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Hey, we're a little early for Christmas, but I mean you guys are music aficionados, so I wanted to bring that into play. I was thinking the Philippines—they start Christmas in September. Oh really? All the Christmas lights go up. The Christmas songs, they, and they brag about being the longest Christmas celebrations in the world. Oh, so man. you go to the mall in September, and man, the trees are up and people are singing. It's bizarre. You know, it's ninety-five degrees and <laughs> it's Christmas. I mean, I don't, I don't rock with Christmas, but I rock with Christmas. <laughs> that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I mean, I am not going to teach my daughter about Santa Claus. It's like a like a being. That's a black thing, you know, man. I'm, I'm just. Oh, not, no, it's a being. I'm sorry. Let me. Well, I mean, finish. like, I, sure, you, you can see him the same way you see Doraemon, right? Like that is not a thing that's giving you presents. Me and your mom take care of that. Your 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 grandmother and everybody. Ooh. I'm you just know, not. I had this conversation with um uh, a white friend of mine, and because generally a lot of people where I grew up at, like black families in my neighborhood. Right. It wasn't Santa Claus. Like, look, man, I worked hard. I bought these right. gifts. That was me. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, like, my white friends, my best friend Cameron, who came from white childhood, it was all about Santa Claus and the magic and the mystique. And I, honestly, I was that kid in school uh. that got hated on by the other kids. I'm like, man, Santa Claus ain't real. I was right. the Santa Claus ain't real guy. Right. I think. Do you want to put that pressure on the kid, though? I, well, I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I don't have any intention of lying to my daughter. Mm. And that's kind of the big thing about it. Like, I can, you know, skate around giving a real definitive yes, no answer, but I just have no intention of lying to my I don't lie to my daughter. Respect You know, I, I'll avoid a question or skate around it. But, you know, one of the things that, that the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus did for me is that once I got old enough to start critically thinking, it shaped my idea of what I thought religion would be. So I was like, if all these other things are fake, then what is the difference between Jesus Christ? Facts. And so it really did. It was one of the first like stones that were removed from the rate uh, the the masonry of my worldly framework that was just like well if that's a fucking lie and that's a lie what is the difference between this other supernatural cat Man, respect so i mean that's kind of where it fell apart for me uh just ideologically i don't know yeah i i, I grew up in a household where santa claus was not a real thing like at all, like it was like, nope, no Santa Claus, buddy. I had it. No Easter Bunny, no Tooth Fairy. Like none I noticed, I noticed that Santa Claus had two different types of handwriting. They look like my mom and my dad's. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, where? I didn't even get that though. I got yeah. like, nah, no Santa Claus. It's me. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, right, right. Off top, like, what do you oh, want? Man. I am going to go buy this for you. Oh, that okay. was my childhood. See, I don't, I don't plan on being. I, I, I would take my daughter to the mall to sit on Santa's lap. But, you know, mm. you can ask him for something. But, damn, Santa Claus ain't get you shit. That's fucked up. <laughs> you should write him a letter. Yeah, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess that's one of those, I don't know, cultural things that, like, I don't know if I was necessarily jealous, but it was always weird. Like, my friend Cameron is like, yeah, and Santa Claus brought you this. Mm. My house like, nah, man, Mr. Johnson bought you this. Yeah. <laughs> I was 17 when I finally figured out that Santa didn't actually exist. Oh and I was pretty God. devastated. 17, yeah. <laughs> oh, my. I was like 10. I'd had my first sexual experience, and I realized that it wasn't Jesus, it wasn't Santa Claus. I was like, holy shit. What else, is, what, 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 what else is, has, has life lied to me about? <laughs> 17, that's a hard, you know. Damn, I, would, I, I might still be traumatized. You got a good relationship with your parents while they were, are they both alive? Your parents? <laughs> oh, there, come on. <laughs> no, they're not of this world any longer. Uh, Boo, Mega. 
I don't know. I'll be too forthright. But but did you have a good relationship? <laughs> yes, with I did. Okay, very good. Rest in peace to both your parents, man. Rest in peace to all of our parents who are gone. But but um, okay. Let's segue away from dead parents <laughs> for a moment here. Meanwhile, back at the dead parents' house. Right. See, I told you he's like the movie phone guy. Two brothers. <laughs> Two brothers. Yeah. Okay, uh, I got questions. All right, so recently I seen uh, you, Spade. You made a video tasting the convenient chicken. Ah, oh, did A variety it, of people have done this. Oh, man. Did you get a lot of backlash on, the, on you that? You know what? I didn't get as much backlash as I thought I was going to get mm. doing the convenience store chicken thing. And Uncle Stash would tell me, okay, first, this is my idea. Let me point that out there. I wasn't like egged on by uh, Uncle Stash. I don't want to be like the white man. Like, hey, you know what you should do? Nope. You should try some chicken, man. Now, it wasn't that. Seasonal watermelons are on set. Thank you, thank you for that. Yeah, not my idea. Yeah, I, I get you and Lex Caliber together. Yeah, right. <laughs> and do a little soft shoe. No, right. it, it's literally, I think that's good to point out, though, because it was my idea. I was like, mm. you know what? I want to do this. And I actually tore it. And I said, this is a big cultural faux pas. Like, I'm doing it. Yeah. And, and it got to the point, me talking to myself, like, why am I scared to talk about fried chicken, right? When I actually eat fried chicken, and okay, I, I tell there's you, nothing wrong with meat. There's something wrong with you. Can, I, I like fried chicken. Can, yeah. I, can I tell the story? Who real quick? doesn't? Go. Okay, so when I first came to Japan, right, like maybe two years here, I went to this sushi restaurant with a friend of mine, Andrew. Uh, yeah, Andrew. I won't say his last name. Andrew. We went to a one of those merry-go-round sushi places, right? Mm. And we ate like maybe between us. 20 places of sushi, man. 30 places of sushi. We just getting everything. We don't eat sushi, right? And Andrew, not even me, he's like, yo, I want some kar- karage, which is fried chicken, for those of y'all don't know. So it's like, yeah, uh, let's get two orders of karage. He ordered it. I didn't even order it. And you can see the Japanese guy face light up. He's like, okay. He went back there and got it. Then he looked at me when he goes, hey, you really like fried chicken, don't you? And Andrew just started laughing. He's like, in your face, man, blatant it. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm just sitting there like, in my mind, it's not like when those Japanese people was making this sushi restaurant, they was like, what are we going to have? Called Ikura, Magura sushi, okay, uni sushi. But you know what? One day in the future, a black guy's going to walk in. Gotta have the chicken. And he's going to want chicken. So, guys, let's make this chicken. Isn't that what happened? Right, right. Everybody likes fried chicken. Right. So, that's what I had to come to myself. Like, all right, man, if I get backlash on doing this chicken video, so be it. But it's a reason why it's a bunch of fried chicken in Japan. Right. <laughs> it's not what, and we're not, not the target demographic. Exactly. It wasn't for right, us. Right. So, in, fact, in fact, I would say that a lot of the preparation is more Japanese gastrocentric it than it is for the, the Negroes. It is. The first thing yeah. I said in that chicken video was, like, bland. Like, the, right. chick, the chicken is objectively right. bland and it doesn't have no air merit. Right. Aromatics in it, right? And you know, it's fucking convenience store chicken, right? Exactly. The 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 Christmas chicken buckets that they'll be pulling out have a little bit more flavor. They do. Than, the Christmas than, chicken than is the, a little bit more yeah, flavorful. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I was curious because uh, that question is something we had asked. You know, uh, probably hundreds of guests on our podcast. It was one of the questions. Like it, it was it was more designed around like marry, fuck, kill the three top uh, convenience stores, convenience, mm. right? And so I wanted to bring that to y'all, like. I have the data, right? It's uh, it's not well researched, but uh, the majority of people uh, that choose Family Mart choose it for different reasons hmm. than the people that choose Seven Eleven or Lawson's. Most of the people who want a variety of higher quality alcohol, they go for Lawson's. People that want to get bentos go for Seven Eleven, and people who just like an all around decent thing go for the Family Mart. Huh? And so, like for me, I'm a Family Mart guy. Mary Family Mart. 7-Eleven is last, right? So it's Family Mart, Lawson, 7-Eleven for me. Really? But when it comes to the the chicken, the boneless fried chicken, that same problem that you had with the lo- the Family Mart chicken being so greasy, mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that's happened over the last two years. It's gotten more greasy. You, you're actually right. Yeah. It has. Like, it used to be yeah, better. It used to be better. And that's why I did the um, the chicken thing, because there's a lot of videos on YouTube about like convenience store chicken, but it's not the same as it was three years ago. Right. So that's why I was like, okay, let's just do an updated version. The, the spicy um, chicken is the superior choice. It's obviously the best. And yeah. I had to say that on the video, too. Like, if you're... If if you're in Japan and you want like some good convenience store chicken, the Family Mart spicy chicken is by far right, by far 
the best. Get that. Undoubtedly. Yeah, but we were just doing regular chicken in the video. You can go look on the Tokyo Stash Spay page in uh, my convenience store chicken videos there. Let's get a let's get a one two three family mart. Lost I don't have any opinion on it. To me, it's you all the same chicken. I know. No, not I, just the chicken. Okay, stores in I, general. I, I don't have a preference because where I live in Kanda. There's everything, and they're all across the street. So whatever is convenient. When I pop home on the Yamanote to Conda today, I'm going to pop into the 7-Eleven, grab some milk, grab some chicken, grab some whatever. So by default, it's 7-Eleven. Yeah, well, it's okay. <laughs> I don't really have a strong differentiation. Okay, I, I actually do have a strong differentiation. Dip, I, mean, I can't speak. But, all right, so if I'm going by coffee, it's 7-Eleven. Because mm. they, in my opinion, have the best taste in coffee. If I'm going by, like... Convenience store food, like all of it, mm. Lawson's. They've upped their game in the last Man, year. Man, they stepped it up. The new packaging, superior. Right. Have you noticed the English? Yeah. You're yeah. all going English too? Yeah. And now, if I'm doing for like diet food, if I'm trying to get like something in a pinch, it's Family Mart. But overall, mm. like the best one out of all of them, for me, Lawson's. Mm. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I had been doing that. Like, I've seen so many videos about it and stuff. And I'm like, yo, we we have actual, like, data yeah. <laughs> from, like, hella people. Yeah, the alcoholics really go for Lawson's only if they can can include natural Lawson's. Because, you know, they got the organic stuff in there. They yeah. got the, uh, the, well, the micro You remember my place in Nihonbashi. Natural Lawson's was literally next door, ten feet away. It was, yeah. And, and they've got they've got the micro brews there. They've got a little bit better variety. They have the import stuff at Natural yeah. Lawson, yeah. yeah. So yeah. We, we stop allowing that. Like, no more natural because <laughs> it throws the curve off. You know, like if you do that, you got to add the other varieties of like Family Mart has Tomomi, which is like in the stations. And oh, shit, yeah, you're right. And shit like that. So 7 yeah. Eleven, you know, I, I know a 7 Eleven that had a Slurpee machine in it. Oh, my God. Where? I do too. In Gyotoku. Oh, we're going. It, we're yeah. going. No, no, it's gone. It was, yeah. it was there and gone. Son of yeah, they yeah. took they took the one out in Higashi Kurume too. Yeah, it, it was a test. So, well, they, mine was there for years. Oh, mine, the, the, yeah, the one in Gyotoku was there for a summer. And know, I, it was expensive too. I guess there was a lot of sugar comas happening because one thing about America with that little ass cup, they didn't have. Yeah, they didn't have the giant cups. They didn't no, have the big gold. No, no man, like it's just straight up syrup, man. And they didn't have the crazy right. flavors either. It's, it's, it's ice and flavor yeah. syrup. Yeah. Ice and sugar, sugar, yeah. sugar. Yeah. flavored sugar, passion fruit, mango yeah. orgy. I'll yeah. have the triple giant double gold. Yeah, you, you know, got to get sixty four ounces of yeah. of ice syrup. I, was I, I missed that to a. Um, where is she from? She's from Serbia. I was talking to a Serbia woman. Not too long ago. And as a group, we all went out to this burger place. And the burger was small. We was like, man, this burger is kind of small. And then we ate the burger. And we was like, you know what? That was actually enough burger for us. Uh, because I've been conditioned from American sizes to look at this little burger. Like, man, that's not enough until I actually ate it. So one thing Japan yeah. gets right is serving sizes, man. Yeah. It looks small, but when you actually eat it, you're like, you know what? Sometimes. Sometimes, okay, man. Right. Sometimes. But, but also, I've gained 20 pounds this year. So <laughs> I've been on, uh, I've been on like, oh, this medium pizza is, is a single serving size. I'm a large pizza medium. Yeah. 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 Give me the uh, double pepperoni, double Italian sausage, and some Boom. onions. You guys that's, are... that's, that's Yo, we're right. That's my choice right there. <laughs> That is literally what I want. I got I got yeah. the Domino's app on my phone. Yeah. And d- they just open up a new Domino's five feet away. I still order. They got, one in, <laughs> I, I, they got one in Alajicho, which is five minutes from my place. So I log on here, fills my JCB card. Fifty minutes later, I got my pizza. Yep. Okay. I'm, I get I'm, sandwiches. I get milkshakes. I don't care. I'm going to give you guys credit on that one, man. Because do you, if you look at the serving size for pizza, it's stupid. Like yeah. two slices is a serving oh, size. Right. I'm like, no, bro, that's that's not real. The, the sizing is bullshit. But yeah, I mean, they've it's also, very convenient. Domino's did some real tricky shit where like the regular is actually a small, small, yes. yeah, and they they change the sizes mm-hmm. on it. I so. get the New York special, the 36 inch. See, I don't like the 36 inch because the crust is too thin. Well, it's I, like a New York, yeah, style it's pizza. like that floppy crust. Yeah, the New York yeah. style, I like that. I, I need, I need, you know, what I mean, a little bit thicker. Right now, everybody from New York yeah. is cursing. I, I used to go with a girl from Chicago, and I always hated the Chicago style pizza. Oh, that's not like a souffle. Yeah, that is. It's a casserole, but it's delicious, man. Never liked it. Uh it depends. It depends. Like yeah. I've I've had like at what is it, Devil Crab? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you don't like oh, Devil they rock. They're okay. They're a five minute walk from my apartment. Oh, okay. But Devil Crab is I've been to I've been to that one uh in, near in Kanda. Yeah, 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 that's near my that's place. That's the first okay, one, okay. right? Yeah. That was the first that's one. The original. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually saw a porn star there and I didn't realize that she was a porn star until later. Which one? Yu Yu Shinoda. Okay. Oh, no. She's renowned. She's renowned for her 
buttock. But okay, it's I, not it's not rum. Uh, but it, I it's was on well I was shaped. on the Yamanote line maybe six months ago, and there can was. Can we a, pause for just a second? Sure. What porn star did you date, Doc? <laughs> I'm not gonna say her name out here, but I tell you off camera. Okay, I tell you. Is she like an established star? Yes. Okay, I would know yeah. her then. Yeah. How come you didn't mention this to me when I was rifling off the porn star names? I did. Yeah, okay. I did. Okay, I did. Okay. I did. I did. I like, yeah, I used okay. to that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be on a random episode soon, right? The random <laughs> show? Yeah. All right. That's embarrassing to me. I didn't really get my numbers off. I, I got uh, a lot more in the tuck. She's a um, yeah. great person, too, by the way. Okay. Tight. This this woman was, uh, she'd be about 5'3", five, 5'4", five, and I recognized her vaguely. Yeah. And it'd be about 9 o'clock in the morning on the Yamanote, which is the Circle Line, GR Trade in Tokyo. And she was drinking a large can of beer. Oh, now, man, hard it's, life. <laughs> it's perfectly legal to drink alcohol on the Metro, on the JR. It's not a problem. But it's viewed as being somewhat déclassé. So, oh, I'm hella déclassé. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> you, you see a lot of foreigners doing it and drunken salarymen at times. But you don't see a lot of women unless it's a group of them. This girl was knocking back, and she was she was lit, knocking back the tall cat. Oh, lit! You see, you used it! I like she that, was yeah. lit, baby. Welcome and she was, she was <laughs> some, some skag of a dude covered in tats, a uh, Japanese guy. And I remember going, well, this is an unusual Weird-looking Japanese guy covered in tats, sleazy-looking woman drinking beer uh, on the subway, or rather the JR at 9 o'clock in the morning. And I was, I've seen her somewhere, and I don't know whether it was her buttocks or other portions of her anatomy that were, you know, the... Go to places. But, I see. Yeah. I see the porn stars all the time around here. Uh, they do the the uh, the health delivery um, oh, yeah, service. Yeah, around. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Ikebukuro. So mm. I've we, seen a variety. We, of them. You should talk about delivery health services. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Delivery health service. I love that name. Yeah. I love the way they skirted around that and actually. Okay, first let me just say, Marcus L. Spade Johnson is pro sex industry. I think it's a job that needs to be protected, and we need to really yep decriminalize people, it. Yep. Yeah, stop people from getting objectified. Yep. So when I talk about like the sex trade industry, I do it with an air of respect, and I want to say that everybody in the sex industry needs to be treated with dignity. Okay, I'm not talking about like sex trafficking and people getting objectified. Right. I think that's good to point out because people like to lump that all in together, but. But the sex industry as a whole is needed. It's something that's needed. And if you don't think so, then that's your bag, not mine. Don't Just don't twist my words I'm about to say sure. and make it into something that's not. I just want to throw that out there. Now, with that being said, yeah, man, the way they skirt around the laws here yeah. in Japan, like... Uh, maybe you guys can elucidate on that for me because I'm not sure I understand it completely. Oh, he, well, right? I, so, I, I'm not a delivery health guy. I know, but I, I, no. I mean, I've Pen never used the service myself. Neither either. have I, but penetrative sex is illegal. illegal. Right. Everything else is legal. Right. That's why they have like blowjob bars where yeah. you can go well, and you. Yeah, can, there's a couple down by the station. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's, they're all over the place. Yeah. And they're, and they're like, I, I know of one that is like, they don't even make you wear a condom. It's just really? like, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Wow. Sugamo. And it's like thirty five dollars or thirty five hundred a pop. Man, I, I mean, you know, power to you. I would never, I would never partake. No, but I, 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 I know I, of the service. I, I, it's fine by me, but it's like yeah, Jesus like, Christ. Once again, you gotta protect your workers, bro. Like, yeah. you can't be having random penises coming in. Like, in well, that's like the, that. that's the thing about it. It's exploitative, like, yeah. and, and it's a gross industry. That's why a lot of people you see working for them are, you know, um, Filipinos, yeah. Uh, yeah. other immigrants yeah. from from here, and and there's that side of it. But the, the delivery health, a lot of the porn stars are actually employed in making, like, you can get, like, Ica for, really? for a couple stacks, though. But, yeah, yeah, she's, like, one of the top porn stars in Japan, and, you know, you can just, like, spend a couple months' paychecks on her. Okay, now, I have a friend who actually is in the industry. Um, beautiful transgender woman. I, you know her. Yeah, uh, and I don't want to say her name. She speak here. English. Yes, bring her to the podcast, dog. I, I would love ask. to. I would ask. Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, she's in the industry, and like one thing she always tells me is like the ins and outs of, and I'll spare you all the details. But you know, you, you'll spare us the details of the ins and outs. <laughs> I see <laughs> yeah. you did there. <laughs> um, but yeah, do I have a there? Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, rim shot. Hey, yeah. hey. You know <laughs> um, but. When you're not being exploited and you know what you're getting, it can be a good way to make money. Um, she's Japanese, so mm. like I said, there is a hierarchy of um, right. a payment for you know Japanese versus mm -hmm. somebody from uh, out of the country, unless you're like Russian or something like that. Yeah, then the premium goes up. But you know, it's such a strange industry. It like is. you can like you go to websites, you can scroll through the women and. And or or men or whoever, and then you you kind of just 
can you know they deploy them and so all these little hotels around me sometimes you'll see i'll see people linking up and i'm like oh i know this person from you know this video franchise i remember years ago i was in gotanda and there's two sections of gotanda the normal section and the pink section and i had to go see a client and i was waiting for a few minutes near their office just killing some time so there are love hotels all around the station there so i'm just you know reading a book waiting five ten minutes killing some time and I glance to my right, and this older salaryman suddenly opens a door, which is the rear entrance to a love hotel, kind of disheveled, puts on his tie, looks around with much shame, and schleps away down the street. Hmm. Right, whatever. About two minutes after that, this girl, dressed in the full Bo Peep costume, da 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 off she goes. Mm. You go, buddy! Yeah. It's interesting. I've seen some really kind of strange stuff. I've seen a girl uh, and a man walking and she's like holding behind her and trying to walking awkwardly and it took me a second to realize that that person was being paid to walk around with a uh, dildo inside of her and that was this guy's fetish apparently Mm. yeah i mean i don't i'm not here to to kink shame or anything like that i'm not here to kink it's interesting but i will say in my opinion i'm gonna say my opinion so i don't get nobody in trouble this country is in desperate need of a sexual revolution. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of repressed stuff. So I Ooh, think yeah. when you have a lot of repression and the culture in a lot yeah. of ways is not. Indi- okay, for example, and I, I will say this, like in America, if I'm in the grocery store and I see a beautiful young lady and I want to say, hey, and I want to approach her and shoot my shot, it's totally n- normal for me to go, yo, hey, how you doing, man? My name is... uh. DJ L. Spay, I find you really attractive, man. Are you seeing anybody? And if not, man, can I get your number? That's totally common. Here in Japan, it's like, oh, no, you can't do that. What? No. That, no. I mean, it happens sometimes, right? I mean, there's but it's not like Nampa shit, though. Huh? You know? so yeah, Nampa. But it's not like a It's a little bit passe, yeah. like, a, like a, faux, a cultural faux pas, faux pas. play. Right, yeah. Right. And, and, that shouldn't be, man. And I, I ain't going to I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, cultural issues here that are different than the way that they happen in the West. When I first got here, maybe a month or two, I was having drinks with a woman in Chiba, Higashi Futabashi. And we did no biggie, just having a drink with her, fine. And so we got back to the station. I was living in Nishi Futabashi and she was somewhere else. So we're on the platform. Night, it's been a pleasure. Took her, kissed her on the cheek. And, oh no. Hmm. I've, been in, <laughs> I've been in Japan maybe two months at this point. You'd swear I'd grabbed her tit. <gasps> hmm. Uh, sorry, that's just perfectly polite. Good night. Huh. No, you don't do that here. Oh, and okay. I found that out a long time ago. Well, the thing that the thing that was most jarring to me was like being in the act of it, like getting to it. Oh, my and God. then the, yes. the uh, like, no, 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 yes. don't. And then you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, this is a huge red flag. Like something mm. is amiss. And then they're like, why did you like, stop? Stop. But I guess it's like, I don't know how there's like some type of collective unconscious that just passes on from woman to woman because it's not like they're getting educated to do that from sex ed class, which they don't have. A woman says no. Okay. Right. Sorry. But I I think it goes a lot into making full circle the porno industry. A lot of the videos you see here are the whole um, rape videos or. But how do women pick up on that? Because guys project that, and I they think. want them to. Yeah, I mean, cause it's, it'd be like, let's come on, women watch porn too, right? And I, I don't know, dog. They no, do. they don't. No, they don't. don't come know. on, guys. Uh, I'm talking come about on. the. You're, you're uh, lying. This is, you're this, is a, <laughs> this is like a widespread phenomenon that I've heard from so many dudes, and it's like, where do, where are they picking it up from? It's coming from dudes, from the guys it, telling it, them to. The guys, avoid I, it. I think a lot. And this is my opinion. I don't know. I think a lot of guys. Find that sexy, that whole I, I dominant don't. thing. I don't either. Not at but all. But it's funny. Almost every foreign guy has that same story you have, right. Mega. Like that same story. I tell the yeah. same story. The first time I picked up a nice young lady who will remain nameless from um, a place I was DJing it, took her to my nice little spot, my 1K apartment at the time. I was living in Leo Palace. It was a shithole. Leo <laughs> Palace. Ooh. But God bless her for even coming home with me. Uh, Got to that little place, man. Things got hot and heavy. And I heard, oh, damn Okay. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, like, I, sure. I literally gave her a shirt, wrapped up in that blanket. Yeah. I stepped on top of the blanket just to make sure it was no ambiguity. Right. And I went to sleep. And in the morning, super mad at me. Like, well, <laughs> why didn't we do anything? I'm like, 
dude, you said no. Yeah, right. you said no. I'm like, I'm not doing that. And she's right. like, well, you should have felt the mood. You should have went with the mood. I'm like, the what, mood was what, no. You Feeling said no. the mood yeah, gets the mood. you no. rape charges. That's assault, man. Like, right. <laughs> when you say yeah. no. I'm a black dude in a foreign country. You really think I, I need this bullshit? Right, right. I'm like, dude. But it's funny. Everybody had, like, literally everybody has that story coming yeah. from America. So many of the cats that I know have that story. But can I tell you one thing? Japan does have right. What? The Love Hotel game. I think just awesome. I've never been. I've always had my own yeah. apartment. They're awesome, man. Treat yourself. I got my own place. I play. I pay enough money as it is. You know. You've been man, to my place. In, What's wrong with it, man? In Okinawa, I used to. There was this love hotel that was two stories, spiral staircase. The room was. It was like a. It was like a, a penthouse suite, and Dope. it was like seven thousand yen for the night. Dope. So I used to grab up a bunch of homegirls. We go there party afterwards, yes. and it was just great. It's a nice. Like place. you didn't have to talk to anybody. You go. You press the button. Oh, really? The key yeah. came out. Yeah, I like, like that. I, I mean, I've been married the whole time. I've been in in Tokyo, so I haven't used. Them. I've seen videos of the inside and heard stories, and I know they got like, especially like Gotanda, they got like, like Bali Bali hotel, yeah, with like I've, wicker I've furniture and shit. Yeah, I've been to Bali. But, Bali's nice, right? But man, in in Okinawa, like super fire. It's this one um, love hotel uh, in Shinjuku. You go in there, you pay your money. Uh, they have all your toys and accessories on the side. If, you need, if, you, uh-huh. if, you, if you're down with that, oh, yeah. all your fetish oh, yeah, stuff, right? Of course. Uh, you can actually rent costumes if you're into the cosplay. Your shit. No, man. no, you can rent it. Like, yeah, yeah. For free. Like, they'll be like, well, what? You just what grab it off you the want? rack and shit? No, you okay. have to, like, put it in the order and they'll okay. just come bring it up to you. Do they, they have my size? You. What kind of costumes you were putting on, L Spade? Uh, you know, me personally, I, I don't do the whole costume thing, you know? I mean, but if I was like, to partake upon that, right. <laughs> allegedly, if I was. Bring me up your big bird. Big Bird. Hi. I'm Big Bird. Donnez-moi. I mean, so they had that. And then um, one of the dope things is the place had karaoke, built-in karaoke. Oh, yeah. They had video games. Like, you can go there, play PS2, you know. Yeah, why Uh, fuck when you can play video games? Okay, here's the thing, right? Now, you say that. Right, but if you do the long stay for eight hours, yeah, man, you ain't banging it out for eight hours, man. Speak for yourself, dog. (laughs) Oh, no, but yeah, flexing. Yeah, I mean, what you gonna do in between? You said eight hours or eight minutes. (laughs) (laughs) One of those is accurate. Rim shot. I mean, for eight hours, dude. You know. In between you replenishing time, you're getting them electrolytes back right, in. Right, right, right. What you gotta do? You gotta get Let's that Aquarius. Yeah, you know what I mean? Let's get that uh, Bakari sweat. Right, back right, in right. You know, you can play video games, chill. And, no, you know. I think I think I think you're right though. The the love hotel industry is is doing Stuff. certain things right. You gotta find a clean yeah, one. Yeah. Though. Don't go to like the the right. little hole in the wall ones. Yeah, they got that. they got one the down. The hole in the wall one. I you're mean, doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> For the bit of the in and out. Man, you got the hiss today. Yeah, you, baby. I'm, I'm it, on fire. I'm glad I, you know, I finally utilized yeah. that. You know, I feel like I'm making positive changes in my life. <laughs> Displace media. We're gonna have it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, well, shoot, guys. I don't really have much more else to get into. Okay. Um, I don't know. Let me just double check. Uh, maybe I have one more quick question for you guys that I wanted to ask. Oh, let's go. Favorite buddy cop movie. No, okay, we're done. No, 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 no. I actually got an answer for this, though, man. Go for it. I mean, my favorite buddy cop movie, man. It has to be, um, and that's not really a cop. It doesn't Tango count, and Cash. No, uh, another 48 hours. Okay. But that's not, because Eddie Murphy wasn't a cop, though. So he was a convict. Sure. Yeah, same thing, though. But yeah, yeah. Another 48 hours. Well, your name kind of reminded me of like a Tango and Cash thing, right? Stash and Spade. I don't uh, know. Yeah. You know, that's why. We're a buddy cop channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are. I like your right. Though, buddy, so you're, buddy cop, buddy cop reactions. Yeah, yeah, they're not reactions. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Seriously, we appreciate it. Yeah, um, but but man, uh, I want to thank both of you for coming. It's Thanks been for a having pleasure. Us. Um, if you ever want me to come by and kick it with you guys and bullshit, I'm super down for those type oh, of things man, too. Definitely. Especially if you guys want to do a video at that Antenna America, I would love to go eat a hot dog and a cider or some shit like that. But uh, man, absolute pleasure. The episode will be out soon. Let's do some uh, social media drops. Done. <laughs> okay, look, please check us out our YouTube channel. Tokyo Stash and Spade, uh, like, subscribe, all the whole spiel. Uh, the usual that we never talk about. Yeah, and um, if you need any graphics, video production, in, or music production in the Tokyo area, please hit me up. Uh, Marcus L. Spade Johnson. You can find me on Facebook, Marcus L. Spade Johnson, or my fan page, DJ L. Spade. And I'll be more than happy to produce a great track for you 
or even rap on a track for you. We have done a couple of animes, uh, Darling and the Franks, a couple of video games too. So we're more than happy to do that. Uh, check us out. Our email address is stashespade at tokyostashespade.com or you can go displacemedia at gmail.com. Greatly appreciate y'all. Stay up. Yeah, and we're going to go out to this song called Fill in the Groove by Viva Ola and Thomas Ng. I think that's how it's pronounced, NG. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, Solgasa. Enjoy it. And you feel in the groove. Baby, the truth is It's making you move You may be far, far as the stars No worries, no fears, just let me your ears Just sit with me this music now we're feeling the groove okay you hear it and you're within it too So hear this music Now we're feeling the groove